savior, living in danger. Call upon the one who laid in the manger. Pray to the one who wrestled with Jacob. Glorify his name for the goodness sake of not just for your eternity, but for all of the kids. Growing up, being told that the man who created this world handcrafted your soul does not exist. What? Lion of Judah, follow the truth of the cause and root of the one who's higher than all earth's rulers. Never has the band one more true word. You well, well, well. Thank you guys for joining me on the Lion of Judah Christianity podcast. It has been a while. It's been a few months. Since um, I've done a podcast, you know, I've been really just going going through the motions in my own life, you know, I, I'm working and building a ministry in other, in other directions, you know, just continuing the Instagram ministry and building other social media platforms and also trying to build a YouTube channel as well. But I also want to give more attention back to the podcasting realm. Checking my analytics, you know, you guys are listening to the podcast. And because you guys are listening, you know, there is an opportunity for edification. There is an opportunity for ministry. And that is the goal. That is always the goal when you are a servant of Christ. When you make the decision for Christ and decide that you are going to live for him, you know, you want to take every opportunity that the Lord gives you to be of service. And where there is an opportunity, there must be a willingness. And where there is willingness the Lord will provide the strength and open the doors. And God's grace has just been overflowing in my life. I just feel so at peace. Me personally, I'm in a new season than than what I was when I made my last episode on the Beatitudes It's like I'm in a completely different season in life right now and the Lord has just continued to be faithful and my love for Him grows exponentially each day, it seems. Now I'm just really just counting counting down the time until I start school next fall, the fall of 2021. I'm going to, Lord willing, what it seems like right now is that I will be attending Boys College at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I will be doing the seminary track program. So I will be getting my bachelor's degree in biblical and theological studies and also a master's of divinity. And this is all just in my response to the calling that I that the Lord has given me to begin a life of ministry and service to him so he has always been faithful so I 
wish to be faithful to him. Well, that's that's my update. You know, I just want to give you guys, you know, just tell you a little bit about what's been going on in my life. And I pray that the Lord has shown himself to be faithful and loving and graceful and merciful and true in your life as well. Um, I have my Bible opened in front of me, so why don't we why don't we take turn our attention from what the Lord has been doing in my life to what the Lord has revealed to all of us in his word. John chapter 15, Christ is talking about, he starts it off with one of his I am statements. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father of my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Now there's a lot going on in this section of John chapter 15. First Christ calls himself the true vine. He says he's the vine and my father is the vine dresser. So he's the vine and the father is the vine dresser, meaning he's the caretaker. He's the supplier of the vine. He is, he dresses the vine. 
every branch in me that does not bear fruit. So we are the branches, right? We are connected to the vine. If we abide in him who is the, vi the vine, we are the branches because we are connected to Christ. We are connected straight to the source. If we believe the gospel, believe that he is the son of God who came down to this earth, walked among his own people, fulfilled all of the prophecies regarding his name found in the Old Testament, was crucified, nailed to the cross, and the punishment he received was the punishment for our sins that the blood he shed would be the atonement for our, iniqui our, our iniquities, our transgressions, our rebellion against a holy and righteous God, that Christ took the punishment for us so that we could be deemed worthy in the sight of God, so that we could be deemed righteous in the sight of God. Christ takes our punishment and gives us his righteousness because Christ when he was on this earth lived a perfect life fulfilling all the righteous requirement of the law of God's law never sinning tempted in all ways but yet with no sin and his blood the blood of the son of God shed for us the atonement, the propitiation for our sins. Who died and on the third day rose again and ascended into heaven, according to the Gospels. If you believe that and have been sealed with the Holy Spirit, you become sealed with the Holy Spirit when you believe this Gospel. If you believe this gospel, if you believe that Jesus Christ is exactly who he says he is and your sins have been forgiven, then you are connected to the vine. You are the branch that he is talking about. And his will for you as a branch is that you would bear fruit. And what that means is that your life would show that you are connected to Jesus Christ. That your good works may glorify the Father. That your life might be changed. That you might love more abundantly. That you might be known as a child of God in word and in deed. That you might bear fruit. That you can be used for holy usage. He's not saying you have to be perfect but that you bear fruit, that your life shows who you are connected to. He says, abide in me and I in you. Christ abides in us. We must abide in him. He has cleansed us because of the word that he has spoken. And we must abide in him. It says, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. We must abide in Christ if we want to produce this fruit that Christ desires us to produce because it can only come from Christ. 
a branch separated from the vine, separated from the source, can do nothing. And same goes for us who are in Christ. Disconnected from Christ, we can do nothing. We can do nothing. We cannot bear fruit if we are not connected to the source. We cannot fulfill God's will if we are not connected to God. We must be connected to God. We must be connected to the vine if we wish to bear fruit. And Christ desires us to bear fruit. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in, in him he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown in the fire, and burned. See, if you are not connected, see, if you're not bearing fruit, it means you're not connected, and if you're not connected, then you're not saved. If you were truly saved and sealed with the Holy Spirit, you would be connected to the vine. And the branches that are not connected to the vine will be gathered, thrown in the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. The fruit is the evidence of the relationship we have. Our prayers will be answered so that the Father will be glorified. As the Father has loved me, verse 9, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. The Father has loved the Son from eternity past, and with the same love, the Son loves us. God loves us with the same love that he loves his only son. Abide in that love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Christ desires your joy to be full. And your joy is full when you keep his commandments. And when you keep his commandments, his joy is in you. Verse 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. We must love each other. I'm going to talk about that real quick. Love. You see, every single person that you meet in this world has been made in the image and likeness of God. It doesn't matter if they're saved or not. It doesn't matter what their religion is. It doesn't matter if they are up to their necks in sin and hate the God that we serve. They are still made in the image and likeness of, of God. And we should love and respect them on that merit alone. They don't have to deserve our love. You see, Christ loved us, so we love them. It doesn't matter if they are, like I said, up to their necks in sin with a heart full of rebellion. If they hurt us, if they persecute us, we must still love them. 
Christ said, They will know you are my disciples by the love you show one to another. Love. Agape love. Agape love. You see, there's two different main words in the Greek Bible for love. There is agape and phileo. Phileo love is the love that the world shows. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. If you love me, I'll love you. You respect me, I'll respect you. It's convenient love. It's, it's worldly love, you know. If you're having a bad day, it's hard for you to love somebody. That's phileo love, but... Whenever love is attributed to God, it's agape love. And this is the love that Christ is talking about here, this agape love, this sacrificial love, this unconditional love that comes from him. And we can receive the strength, the agape, let the agape love flow from God through us onto others. And that is Christ's desire. That our love wouldn't be based on circumstances, but based on the fact that Christ loves us. And because Christ loves us, we should love those around us. Now, how much does Christ love us? Verse 13, greater love has no one than this. There is no greater love than what Christ is about to describe that someone laid down his life for his friends. You see, Christ laid down his life for us by going to the cross, by serving us, by taking on human form and leaving the riches of heaven and all that he is in his glorified state to taking on human flesh and becoming poor for our sakes. Laying down his life, picking up the cross and being nailed to it and tortured and punished. and For us, he didn't do it for himself, he did it for us. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Verse 14, you are my friends if you do what I command you. When we follow the commandments of Christ... Christ doesn't just consider us his servants. He, considered, he considers us his friends, intimate, dear, wanting to do life with you, just wanting to be a part of your life as you are part of his. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what the master is doing, what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Let me say that one more time. You did not choose me, but I chose you. What does that mean? It means we did not choose Christ, but Christ chose us. And that should be a very humbling statement. Christ chose us. Christ chose you knowing all of your sin before the foundations of the world, knowing how many times you were going to fall short, all of your mistakes, 
all of your shortcomings, all of my mistakes, all of my shortcomings, all of my sin. He knew all of this, but yet he still chose us. And I am thankful for that every single day. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. See, Christ's desire is that we bear fruit for him, that we abide in him, and abiding in him will produce fruit that will glorify him, that will allow his will to be done in our lives in this world so that he can use us for his purposes, for his glorification, so that we may be called friends of Christ. See, Christ chose us and appointed us to bear fruit, fruit that would abide, fruit that would last, so that we may love others. God is so good. I just pray that you are abiding in him today. I pray that through all things you just continue to press in deeper to your in your relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek after the things which are above. Set your mind on the things which are above. Seek thirst and hunger for righteousness and you will be filled desire that God would use you as a vessel for his purposes. Abide in him and bear the fruit that he desires. In Jesus' name.